Just Chibi the Podcast, presented by Just Chibi Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Bondu. I'm Cheesy. In this week's episode, we're going to learn why people love cheese. Really? We're going to talk about people that love cheese so much they spent $60,000. Holy cow. We're going to talk about a man who saved Parmesan cheese from a fire. Oh my. We're talking about a dress made of cheese and a cheese pirate. And no episode would be complete without our very cheesy joke. Yeah, Stay tuned for episode 93, Mad About Cheese. On Just Cheesy, the podcast. There have been a lot of stories going around in the last few years talking about cheese, and they've likened the addiction to cheese to that of actual drugs. But is any of that actually true? Is it? According to HoustonMethodist.org. They asked the question, is cheese addiction real? They referenced the American Society of Addiction Medication, who describes addiction as a medical condition involving complex interactions between your brain, body, environment, and even genetics. Is your behavior toward cheese Addiction? Well, is it? According to the article, there's no scientific evidence that cheese is addictive Ooh. or that it significantly affects the brain, like drugs or alcohol. Well. And if you're wondering how this started, apparently there was a study in 2015. Really? And it investigated whether certain foods are associated with addictive like eating behaviors. Wow. And one of the foods on that list was cheese. Of course. Participants were asked to self-report their addictive-like eating behaviors. But some of the foods that were worse than cheese were chocolate, ice cream, fries, pizza, cookies, chips, cake, Mm. cheeseburgers, popcorn, muffins, breakfast cereals, candy, chicken, rolls, and soda. Yum, yum, and yum. While cheese addiction is not scientifically proven, food cravings are. Wow. It says here that research shows that certain foods can actually activate the reward centers in our brain, Ooh. invoking positive feelings that encourage us to come back for more and more. Yeah, it does. And it also says these are referred to as highly palatable foods. Yeah. They generally include those that contain high amounts of sugar, fat, carbohydrates, or salt. Wow. The article goes on to say that some people speculate that the milk protein in cheese called casein might stimulate cheese cravings. Wow. And when that casein is broken down, it's broken into casmorphins, which are thought to have an opiate-like effect. Maybe cheese is not a technical addiction, but according to mirror.co.uk, there's a man who is addicted to cheese, and he has spent over 60,000 pounds on cheddar. Holy cow. Or $76,403. That's so much. According to the article, Mark King, who is 54, would, and I quote, put an entire block of cheese into a sandwich and would happily eat four a day. Oh my. And this is if his wife would let him. The claim is that his doctors insist that he is perfectly healthy. Sure. And he says he boasts a (laughs) six-pack. Sure. He eats cheese with every single meal. And he does not like cauliflower cheese because it's not cheesy enough for him. Well, of course. And apparently his favorite sandwich is a block of cheese in between two pieces of bread. Oh my. He cuts it up. He has it with Marmite, mayonnaise, and white pepper. Ew. No cheese company is currently a sponsor. Nope. But when they are, the ad will go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web 
topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese, tech, business, cheese, science. Cheese. I'm sure there's even cheese. Yay! They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free Whoa. or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. In 1666, the Great Fire of London had started. Whoa. Samuel Pepys was a diarist and a raconteur. Okay. One of his servants woke him up because the fire was fast approaching his house. Whoa. They say he managed to get a lot of his belongings out of his house, but he didn't have a lot of time. Ooh. There weren't many horses or carts, so he had to make a quick decision. Okay. He decided to dig a pit in the garden. Ooh. He was unsure how he would move things like wine and cheese. Oh, no. So like they say here, you're probably thinking, why would he be worried about Parmesan and wine? He could just get away so he wouldn't die in the fire. Yeah. Food was very expensive. Oh. It was not something to be wasted. Ooh. And it was probably a status symbol. Oh, okay. But it also would have been huge. Whoa. A full round of Parmesan cheese would have weighed about 40 kilograms or more. Holy cow. That's over 88 pounds. And the wine? It's likely it would have been in a barrel, not in a bottle. Whoa. It was likely that it was too unwieldy to try to get out in a quick manner. So it was buried in the backyard. Wow. The area that he lived in was untouched by the fire. And archaeologists have gone to the area and they have not seen the cheese. Thus, the assumption is that Samuel recovered his cheese. Aww. Do you love cheese enough to wear it? No. According to dailymail.co.uk, some students actually made a range of dresses out of cheese. Whoa. The fashion students spent over a thousand hours and one ton of cheese putting the collection of dresses together. Holy cow. The cheese was molded and sculpted into dresses using Pilgrim's Choice Vintage, Extra Mature, and Red Leicester cheeses. Yum. They even had shoes they called Jimmy Cheese, oh. like Jimmy Choose. <laughs> yeah. There's even a small cheese handbag. Aww. They say the inspiration came from Lady Gaga's meat dress. Ah. Everybody loves a good pirate story. Yeah. On books.google.com, there's a book called A Cheesemonger's History of the British Isles. In the book, they discuss monasteries and cheese. Wow. Just like lords, the monks would demand services from their tenants as part of rent. Wow. Documents from all the way back in 1170 to 1320 talked about transporting cheeses to Southampton to ship to the Abbey of the Holy Trinity at Cane. Wow. And they say the cheeses must have been good in order to compete in the markets of Cane and Arras. Okay. They also note a high cost of transportation. Really? In 1242, an East Anglican pirate called oh, Ranulf Orford took a ship carrying goods from Rowan, whose manifest included four cheeses. Whoa. And according to this article... It tells you two things. Okay. One, the cheeses must have been really large. Yeah. And two, they must have been really good <laughs> yeah. if you were going to pirate them. Sure. 
The book goes on to say they cannot tell us whether Ranolf was a specialist cheese pirate or just opportunistic. I'm ready for a joke, Fondue. I've got to tell you, I've been sitting on this joke for quite a while. Are you ready? Yeah. What is a pirate's favorite cheese? I don't know. Cheddar. Oh, oh no. Cheddar. Get it? Do you you get it? It's so dumb. Oh, Oh, it really was dumb and a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy, the podcast, episode 92, Mad About Cheese. Thank you. We feel very fortunate that you listen to us every week. Yeah. We can't tell you how thankful we are. We'll talk to you again next week. Stay cheesy, everybody.